It's been coming for a while, you're a member, you've been coming here uh, a year, five years, a decade, five decades, it doesn't matter, you can always respond and say, hey, I want to serve in, in a particular ministry, or I need prayer for this situation, uh, we'll reach out to you, we'll pray for you, uh, we want to do whatever we can to minister uh, to the people in this, uh, in this congregation and, and help you meet your needs, whatever they may be, so... Uh, please respond in that, and uh, we're excited about everything going on. There's a lot happening. Uh, we have a special uh, guest today um, speaking uh, on behalf of the Gideon, so we're excited to hear uh, his message. And then also next weekend is a big student weekend uh, for, for the student ministry. Our DNOW uh, weekend is happening. Uh, there's been a, a lot of planning that's been going into that. Uh, I've had a lot of help from volunteers, and we're in the home stretch now, uh, so uh, we're excited about what's going to happen. We're excited for the turnout of students. Uh, I would just ask that you would pray uh, for us and for the students and for uh, the student turnout. We have a, a, a pretty good uh, you know, sign-up list so far, but we're still hoping for more students to sign up, uh, so pray for that. Uh, and also, if you would like to get involved uh, with a specific part of that weekend, we can, I, I think we can still find uh, something to do. If you just want to say, hey, Zach, um, I don't know what you may need. You may not know what you need yet, uh, but I want to be available. Just reach out to me, and, uh, and, and I can do that. So uh, let me know if that's you, if that describes you, and uh, how you may want to help out uh, with next weekend. So we're really excited about that uh, and everything going on. Uh, if you would, please stand as we read God's read God's word, and uh, following the reading, uh, we will greet one another. Psalm 115. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory, for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak. Eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear. Noses, but do not smell. They have hands, but do not feel. Feet, but do not walk. And they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both the small and the great. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, 
But the earth he has given to the children of man. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any who go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's greet one another. Good morning. Would you remain standing as we sing Standing on the Promises of God? In your hymnal, that's 339, Standing on the Promises of God. join me as we go to our Savior in prayer. Holy Father, we again come rejoicing and with thanksgiving in our heart for the privilege of gathering together as Broadway Baptist Church this morning. We come to praise and to glorify your name. We exalt you as our Savior and our Lord. We thank you that we do have a promise that we can stand upon 
with the assurance of the gift of eternal life. That when this life is over, will you have a prepared place for your children? We thank you for those that told us about you, that we might become a believer and a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for many in this congregation this morning that are faithful in telling others about you. We pray and give thanks for our teachers and leaders and workers that are faithful in our fellowship here. We realize this morning there are special needs with each person that is here today. And we know, God, that you can meet that need according to your riches in glory as we humble ourselves before you. We pray for our pastor and brother Ben while they are away. We pray for safety daily and travel while they're coming home this week. We're grateful for the Gideon speaker that will be sharing with us today in that ministry all across the world. Thank you for the efforts that are put forth by laymen to accomplish that mission and purpose. Father, we pray that your spirit would have freedom to work and move in our midst today. And when we depart this place today, that we will go forth realizing that you are the true and the living God. There's none other besides you. We'll share that good news with others. And thank you for that assurance that is ours in Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.
thank you, choir. Would you stand as we sing, send the light, if you would stand. Father God, we're so thankful, Lord, for the day that you've blessed us with. We thank you for the opportunity to be in our house this morning, Father, to serve you and worship you. 
We thank you for the Holy Spirit who guides and directs us. We thank you for your love for us, and we thank you this morning for the opportunity to give back our tithes and offerings, Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
To that 
deacon minister here at Broadway Baptist Church, I too add my welcome. Would you please bow your hearts before the Lord? Heavenly Father, we are indeed grateful this morning for the awesome privilege to come into your house and worship you. We thank you for that privilege. Father, we thank you for the vital ministry of the Holy Spirit that leads, that guides, that directs, that corrects, and convicts. Father, we recognize that without you and apart from you, we are nothing. Father, help us to be men and women of God who honor you in all that we say and do. And Father, may our primary purpose here at Broadway be, Lord, to lift you up, to honor you, and to glorify your name. And Father, when we do that, I do believe that you'll add to the rest. If we seek you first, you will indeed bless us. Father, as Dr. Gillette comes this morning to bring the message of the Gideon ministry, I pray that you would hide him behind the cross. That, Lord, you would give him insight. That the Holy Spirit would, would guide and direct him this morning. I pray that you would empower him and anoint him afresh bring this message. And Father, we humbly ask these things in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. It gives me great honor this morning to introduce our speaker, Dr. Bob Gillette. Dr. Gillette is an economics professor at the University of Kentucky and also the president of the North Lexington chapter of the Gideons International. During his time with the Gideons, he has been elected to statewide ministries under the Gideons and was chosen by the Gideons International to represent this group in several foreign countries. Dr. Gillette is a member of Porter Memorial Baptist Church. Would you please welcome to Broadway Dr. Bob Gillette. I got involved in Christ while I was in dental school, thinking that I could do both, be a graduate student by day and doing drugs and partying. Well, this whole time, my parents, they had been a Christian for several years now and just had really grown in their faith. My parents knew the only way they would be able to see me since I wanted nothing to do with them. They actually flew down to Atlanta one time, and after the second day, I kicked them out. But my dad, he wanted to give me something, and it was his very first Bible, and he left it on my kitchen counter. But as soon as they left, I took his Bible and I threw it in the trash can. My mom prayed that God would do whatever it takes to bring this prodigal son to the Father. Well, this miracle, this answer to prayer came one day with a bang on my door. I opened up my door and on my front doorstep were 12 Federal Drug Enforcement agents, Atlanta police, and two big German Shepherd dogs. I just received a large shipment of drugs and they confiscated all my money and my drugs and I was charged with a street value equivalent of 9.1 tons of marijuana. I was walking around the cell block and I passed by this garbage can and as I looked at that garbage can I felt like I was looking at my own life and I was about to pass by that garbage can but something on top of the trash caught my eye. I bent over and I picked it up and it was a Gideon's New Testament. 
I took that New Testament back to my cell and for the very first time I opened up that New Testament and I read through the entire Gospel of Mark. And as I know today, what we have in our Bibles is not just ink on paper, but what we have in our Bibles is the very breath of God. And it's living and powerful and sharper than any double-edged sword. And as I began to read God's Word, it began to penetrate me. And it began to cut through my stubborn, hard heart. He revealed His plan for my life, and He called me full-time ministry while I was in prison. So the greatest miracle of this whole story is that actually Moody accepted me. I was released from prison in July of 2001, and I started the very next month. I'm teaching now back at Moody in the Bible department, so I tell people I went from prisoner to professor. Only God can do that. When I was a graduate student at Texas A&M University, people thought I was the last person that would ever come to Christ. And amen? I mean, <laughs> the very breath of God. God dang. Um, It's a privilege to be here. Privileged to be here, and I count it as an honor, and I so agree with what Kevin said. Um, the Gideons are about lifting up the Lord and the power of the Word of God. You know, Isaiah, you know, when, it's not unusual that we get testimonies where people get God's Word out of the trash can. That's not an unusual thing. In Isaiah 55, 11, the pastor was quoting this to me after the men's prayer breakfast two weeks ago, that where God says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Some powerful stuff. I mean, to place God's word and then leave it to him. And as Kevin said, with the Holy Spirit, if you will. And you know, in Matthew 25, verse 36, when Jesus says to the sheep, to the righteous, if you will, um, I was in prison and you visited me. And the sheep, the righteous, say, when did we do that? We don't know when we do that. And then Jesus, in verse 40, says, when you've done it unto the least of these, you've done it unto me. But that, that's powerful stuff. That's worth giving a life to. And, you know, guys, here at Broadway, you've got about five different members that have regularly, over their lifetime, have visited the jails in Fayette County. Don, Steve, Matt. I'm getting, um, and Larry, and Bill, um, I was talking to um, Matt the other, um, at the prayer breakfast about going down to the old jail. And guys, when you go into these pods now at Fayette County Jail, we also go to Blackburn, we're praying to get into the juvenile detention center. And, and I feel confident the Lord will open that. But when you go to Fayette County Detention Center, it kind of changes you. You go into these pods. And, and, and it's, it's the chaplain of Fayette County Detention Center shared at the men's breakfast. The, these men, a lot of them have just grown up in bad circumstances. And boy, they need the Lord. And, and we don't only go and offer them a copy of God's Word. for you. Don and Steve are, are committed to discipling several inmates, if you will. Continue to disciple. Now, this is the neat thing. If all I came here today and said was, hey, would you be a part of reaching the people in Fayette County Detention Center, that'd be a pretty good thing. Amen? <laughs> but it's not just in Fayette County. It's all across the state of Kentucky. And then it's in 201 countries in the world. That's what you do. You're the largest giving church in our area. 
And don't let Satan rob what God is doing. And when we get to heaven and see the people have come to Christ because of your efforts to buy Bibles placed by the Gideons around the world, that's going to be a special moment. Amen? That's going to be something. Now, let me just quickly tell you who the Gideons are. Interdenominational association of Christian business and professional men with one purpose. To win men and women, boys and girls, to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to be members of a local church. Members of a local church, if you will. And guys, in the state of Kentucky, there's 120 camps, basically. we got two in Lexington. It's 120. And what we'd like to say is, in Kentucky, we go from the mountains to the Mississippi, if you will, in terms of placing God's Word. And then we're in 201 countries in the world. Now, I teach statistics and economics, so if you Google, if you Google how many countries there are in the world, David, you're only going to get 195 and 196 if you count Taiwan, so how will we get in 201? Well, you also got possessions and territories, but that gets a little wordy to say, if you will. Now, you know, men and women, God has called the Gideons to place copies of God's Word in what we call the traffic lanes of life. The byways of life. It's six main areas that we're placing God's word into. So we just said the prisons. Then the military. The military. The military in 201 countries placing copies of God's word. Hotels and motels. Hospitals and nursing homes. Schools. Schools. We're going to do one on, on Tuesday, if you will, middle school. Schools. And then emergency service personnel like firemen and police officers currently placing scriptures in 107 languages. Last year did 87 million. We're also the Open Beaumont Center, the town, what's the name of it? Town Place Suites is going to be opening up. We've already contacted them. We'll be going in there and placing copies of God's Word. Now, what I want to do, what I want to do today primarily is this. Let's go some places. Let's be, let's be, be beside me as a Gideon, if you will. I want to jump up to Cincinnati, come back to Lexington, take you with me to UK. Then I want to go to China, and then I want to take you with, to Africa with me, okay? And then we'll close with a testimony, if you will. Now, <coughs> Cincinnati. In April of 2016, there was a big Bible blitz in the Cincinnati area, all inside the 275 loop. So all inside the 275 loop, placed over 100,000 copies of God's Word in the traffic lanes of life. Now, that was April. In June of 2016, Bill checked into the Quality Inn and Suites in Cincinnati. Bill was a tri- traveling salesman, and as you're going to see, his life was falling apart. His wife of 24 years told him she wanted a divorce and that she'd been having several affairs. Three of his four kids were involved in gang activity, solicitation, or crimes. And then the business he was working for had just um, consolidated with another business, and Bill was going to lose his job in two weeks. So now, I don't think I have to tell this to the men, but as a man, you're losing your job, you're losing your wife, and you don't have much relationship with your kids. For somebody that doesn't know the Lord, that's about it. You've taken everything a man's got. Well, he checks into the quality in the suites. He unpacks his suitcase, if you will. And he pulls out the pistol that he brought with him, and he planned to take his life. He opens up the drawer of the nightstand between the bed, and he's looking for a pen to write a note of apology to his loved ones. (laughs) And what does he see? A Bible placed by the Gideons. He hadn't been to church since vacation Bible school as a kid. 
He said something caused him to, the Bible was shouting out to him to read it. He reads the gospel, Matthew, then Mark, then he's reading over in John. And before I say what he said, you know, with Billy Graham's death, what struck me, we all probably have different impressions of Billy Graham. One thing I always remember him saying in these crusades was this to the lost. God loves you. Amen? So, so here he is. So Bill's reading the gospel. Tears begin to read down, fall down his face. And he realizes somebody loves him. <laughs> and that someone is God. Amen? And he gives his life to Christ and is saved. Now, since then... He regularly attends church, reads his Bible, has not been reconciled with his wife, but he's trying to, he's working on his relationship with his kids. Now, let me give you a quote. He goes back to that same hotel, goes up to the manager, and this is what he says. Now, before I read it, if I had to give somebody like three sentences on what the essence of the Gideons International is, this is it. What I'm going to read is it. If you'll, now, this is Bill. I don't know why the Gideons placed these Bibles. Now, we do, right? I don't know why the Gideons placed these Bibles, but I'm glad they do. This holy book saved my life. Now, it saved his life. Well, it's one thing to save his life here, but that's peanuts compared to saving his life for eternity, right? So this book saved my life. Now, watch this. The words in it are more than words. They came to life and saved me. <laughs> That's it. To, to take God's word, God's special word, the breath of God, and place it, and then those words come to life. Amen? Now, let me take you to UK. Okay, now in Lexington. Go to all the areas of distribution in Lexington. Now, last fall at University of Kentucky, we usually distribute about 7,000, 7,500. Last time we distributed 6,000, have a little few people, uh, a few less men to help. But last fall, 6,000 copies on the UK campus. Now, let me take you there, okay? When you go to the UK campus, beloved, the whole world comes by. The whole world. First geographically, then spiritually. So, seven continents on planet Earth, if you will. We didn't have anybody from um, the, um, Antarctica. We didn't have any penguins come by, but every other continent would have been represented. Okay, now, I'm sitting out across from Memorial Coliseum. The student center's got the construction, so it's a huge stream of people coming by, myself and another Gideon, if you were just streaming by. Now, as they come by, one of my students that I had taught the previous semester from the Democratic Republic of the Congo, second poorest country on the planet, comes up and says, hi, Dr. Lett, how you doing? And I say, would you like a copy of God's Word? He takes one. Then I've got a student comes up from Nigeria that I just taught. He comes up, I give him a copy of God's Word. I'm sitting there facing Memorial Coliseum. As students, if you will, come in, and I turn back into campus. We can't get on campus. And as I'm looking back into campus, four Asian guys are walking towards us. Four Asian guys. So the other man and I turned and said, hey, would you like a copy of God's Word? All four of those Asians took a copy of God's Word, if you will. Now, when you're sitting there, also the whole world comes by you spiritually. Spiritually. See, what we're doing is we're offering them Jesus. 
So we're going to sit and see right then where they are with Jesus. They're going to accept and reject Jesus right then. Now, we know later on God can work in their lives. We understand all that. So some of the people, some of the students will come up, if you will, um, give you a hug, thank you, God bless you, keep doing it. Other ones come by looking at you, looking at you like you're an eight-legged freak with nothing but disdain, disgust, disdain. One guy walked by and said, you're wasting your time. An older guy that we'll also offer him to people that work at UK, so some of the physical plant people or professors or whatever, the students are a little higher rate. Now, the physical, the physical plant people will take them. But this older guy walks by and says, this is, what he, this is what he says, I'm too old. Notice the lie. Notice the lie, if you will. Then you have a fair amount of students that will do this. I'm good. And you kind of want to say, well, how good are you? <laughs> Does your righteousness exceed that of the Pharisees? Right? We don't say that, if you will. Now, I'm sitting here, and again, as they're coming into campus, it's a constant stream. So you're just giving them as fast as you can. When they're coming off campus, so here you are now. So you're sitting over there beside me as Gideon. We look back and we see three Muslim girls, the headdress, coming towards us. And, and, and I kind of say, okay, Lord, let's see what happens. And we turn to the Muslim girls and say, would you like a copy of God's Word? All three took them. All three. A little bit later, two Muslim girls, if you will. Both of them took them. We just got a testimony this, this last fall at Gideon's headquarters where a student at a campus, I don't know what, what, what campus it was, the student was a devout atheist. They took the testament from the Gideon, threw it in the backpack, and forgot about it. Two years after they graduated, they were going through an extremely hard time, and they remembered the New Testament. So she went scrumging to look and see where her backpack was, gets out the Bible, comes to the Lord, if you will, and she says now she is a wholehearted follower of Christ. Amen? So we don't know what... <laughs> it's pretty special handing out God's Word on a university campus. In terms of what, what university campuses are today, if you will, that, that's a pretty special thing. Now, this... In the fall of 2016, we had a great big Bible blitz here in Lexington. Passed out over 58,000 copies of God's Word. So, beloved, when you're riding across Lexington, I want you to know God's Word's flooding here. It, it's, 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 it's being laid out here. But we had the auxiliary in our camp get to go to the Amanda Center. Do you know what the Amanda Center is? I asked that rhetorically. The Amanda Center named, I believe, what's it, Amanda Ross, who was killed by Steve Nunn. Uh, and domestic violence. So the Amanda Center is a domestic violence shelter for women with kids and women. And we're, we're able to go in there and hand copies. Of, and, beloved, we only get, we just get to go in there. Now, the women are the ones to go, the auxiliary. Y'all are the ones buying the Bibles. So that's y'all reaching there, in, in there, if you will. Now, let me take you to China real quick, okay? Now, we're in China and we're not in China. We're in it, we aren't. So, well, Bob, what is it? We, we can only go through registered churches. And if I'm right, I don't think you can buy Bibles in China. I may not be right, but I think I heard that. Now, we can only go through registered churches in China. So we place 300,000, 300,000 per year. We've got a cumulative of 3.7 million copies of God's Word been, been placed in China. The, the former state president was in China in the fall of 2016. In the fall of 2016, I want to read what he said in an email once he got back. 
I just returned from China, and quoting from one of my favorite, more upbeat songs, I can tell you with certainty, quote, God's not dead, he's surely alive, he's living on the inside, roaring like a lion in China. Amen? Amen? It's easy to forget, God's on the move. God's on the move in lives, he's on the move here. Now, Tim Eldridge, the, the, the state president at the time, when he, when he shows his pictures of China, you know, they go to the registered churches. Those Chinese are getting to those registered churches early in the morning, staying all day till the Gideons show up, all day, to get a copy of God's Word. And they got the wrestling. It got a little violent at one of the places, wrestling over a copy of God's Word. Now, let me take you to Africa for a minute. Now, beloved, if you've been in this church for a while, about 10 years ago, I showed some PowerPoints of when I got to go to Tanzania. Let me just remind you of a couple of highlights, okay? A couple of highlights. Now, I got to go to Tanzania. It was over spring break at UK. So I got to go to Tanzania at Dar es Salaam, means haven of peace, if you will, right, right next to the Indian Ocean. Now, every morning at 5 a.m., the Muslim call to prayer. Muslim call to prayer is going out over that city. Tanzania is about one-third Christian, one-third Muslim, one-third animist. Now, it's two overriding memories of that trip to Africa. And beloved, you're going there. You're going there. You're placing the Bibles. You're buying the Bibles that go there. Now, one is we were mobbed, the other is hands. Now, first is, beloved, we were mobbed, mobbed, mobbed by Tanzanians to get a copy of God's Word. Gano Gippers, New Testaments in Swahili. We were mobbed. Now, not mobbed like run over and beat up. We were like the Beatles, if you're old, okay? We weren't singing songs, but we were, we were like the Beatles. That's the image. Some rock group, okay? Giving out God's Word. Now, the other one, the vision, the, 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 the picture that I come up with from when I was at Tanzania was the guys, there's very little electricity in Dar es Salaam. So act like the, the walls here are cinder blocks turned on the side so you can reach your hand in and the air is going back and forth. Sparrows are flying around or whatever. We're in classrooms handing out Agano Gippers, if you will, and there's all these hands coming through the window. I mean, amen? Now, I go to this one school. It's like the second or third day I'm there, okay? So I'm, I'm standing. I won't jump down there and do it, but I'm, I'm standing in front of the students, and I say this, do you speak English? They said, yes. And I said, I'm from America. I came to Africa to give you a copy of God's Word. You know what they did? Now, now I'm going to back up a little bit. Of course, the mic's right here. Watch it. I'm going to do this kind of low. Yay! Amen? Now, I'm from southeast Virginia, if you're trying to figure out what his accent is, but I'm teaching in Kentucky. So when the distribution's over, I'm on the side of the, the, side of the classroom trying to take all this in. I'm trying to take all this in. Muslim girl, headdress comes over, reaches a hand out, and says, thank you for coming. Amen? Wouldn't give up on them. Amen? Now, we at one school, the principal is the Muslim headmistress. Muslim headmistress, she says, remember us next time when you come. We at one school where the principal is the headmaster, we're going to give copies of God's Word to the students, and then the principal, the headmaster says, don't forget me. Bring me a copy of God's Word. Now, 
It's about the third day. We've just done one school. To see, Africa is young. Western Europe and America, we're old. We're old. The median age in America is like 39. In Tanzania, it's 16. It's 16. So it's school kids everywhere. Everywhere. Now, so I'm at, we've got, I've done this one school. It's a little bit of a break. We're going to this other school. I'm up on the second floor. The kids must have been told the Gideons were there. Okay? I've got a box of Agano Gippers. I've got a box of these sitting here. I'm on the second floor with a railing. This acts like this is the railing, okay? The second floor here, then the recess bell rings. And I said, uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Those kids come out of the classroom, if you will. They see me, and they're like a herd of cows in a good way. We get mobbed. They're coming streaming. Now, this is what I thought. I said, I'm going to die. Seriously, I said, now, that's okay. This is a pretty good way to die. We're all going to die, but I'm going to die. I'm going to get pushed off this thing and die, if you will. Obviously, I didn't die. Now, let me tell you this. As I was going over, you know, I, I'd seen Gideon's talk about going to the third world and the hunger for God's word and getting copies of God's word. I'd seen it. And break all, it breaks our hearts, if you will. Now, I, I, part of me had prayed before I went over, Lord, I don't care what happens, but don't let us run out of scriptures. I don't want to be around a whole bunch of school kids and run out of scriptures, and they're, and they're saying, they're, they're asking one, Beeble, Beeble, and they ask, I didn't want that. Now, at the same time, David, I kind of prayed this too. You know, Lord, if that happened, I don't think I could ever be the same. So I'm kind of torn. Maybe it'd be good for Bob to see that happen. So we at one school, we at one school, we're handing them all out. We're handing them all out. We're handing them all out. Then we run out. We run out. So it's 50 kids all around you. Beeble. Beeble. And we, we don't have any. So I'm thinking, okay. Okay, God and I having this little conversation, right? Okay, God, you're going to leave this with me, bro. God's going to leave this with me. Guess what? Five minutes later, carload of Gideon showed up. Guess what they had in their trunk? More Bibles. Amen? More Bibles. So only God can answer it both ways. Would you agree? Now, let me ask you a question. Rhetorical question, okay? What's the last six words Jesus said before he ascended? Rhetorical question. What's the last six words he said before he went up? Well, this is in Acts 1.8, right? When you receive power, you will see power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and all Judea and Samaria, in that last six words. And now, to the end of the earth. To the end of the earth. When I was sitting there, I wrote in my journal one day when I got back to the hotel room. We went to Islam. We, we rode all through these roads forever. And at the end of the road were these schools. So I got back and said, you know, Lord, we went to the end of the earth today. Now, I tell you that because you went to the end of the earth. You would have bought those Bibles. I believe y'all had Teddy Woods speak here a few years ago, a couple of years ago. Teddy went to Lesotho, and, and he would have said this, but Teddy went to Lesotho, the kingdom in the sky, the country within, in South Africa, if you will, the highest elevation of any country on, on the planet. And Teddy's got this video where he's sitting here kind of on one mountain or hill, looking way off in the distance, and there's another mountain or hill, and Teddy says, that's where we're going to place copies of God's Word. And do you remember how they got there? Horseback. 
horse back. And they're taking your word, if you will. That, that's, that's taking your word. So we're reaching to the end of the earth. Now, let me tell you how um, you can help and be a part of what we're doing. And then I want to close with one prayer, um, one testimony, kind of regarding our sons and daughters, if you will. Now, three ways, if you will, you can be a part of what the Gideons do. First, prayer. It stands and falls on prayer. Pray for relationship with churches. Pray for more men and women to join. Pray for the place word of God and the Holy Spirit touching lives as they come in contact with the place word of God. Amen. Amen. Second, would you consider joining? You have to be a member in good standing of a local church. Pastor Osborne told me, if I'm pronouncing his name right, if I'm not, please forgive me. He said and told me, now Bob, when you speak, some of our men haven't joined the church yet, and they need to. Just to pass the people. They need to, and then once they join, they need to join the Gideons, if you will. So I'm just going to pass that on, if you will, okay? Now, you have to be a member of good standing at a local church, and the wives can join the auxiliary. Now, the wives can participate. They, they do the medical and the nurses, correctional facilities, pregnancy centers, the jail, if you will. And then, beloved, you can help financially, if you will. Every penny goes to the purchase and placement of God's um, word. Every penny. The trip to Africa was paid for by me. And we, we paid for the overhead and that kind of thing. Um, now, one great way to be a part of what the Gideons International is doing um, is the Gideon card program. Y'all have it. Let me, let me get mine here. This is a great, great thing. It's, it's a special syndrome. Y'all got your rack right out here, if you will. You can send cards if you will, to people either thanking them for something in, mem uh, in memory or in honor. Now, the in memory is in sympathy if somebody's passed away. There's a lot of different cards, but you can get, get them out here. So you take the card. I just did several last week. You take the card. Inside, I'm going to sit and say in memory of your, your mother or your son or whatever. How many Bibles, my name, and then I'm going to write a note over here how sorry I am, and, and just let them know, hey, God's going to use this. God's going to use this to bring people to himself. And then the other part of this, if you will, is you've got an envelope in here that goes to us. Goes to us. You just fill it out, put a check in. A Bible costs $5 if you want to do it. And guys, at the end of the um, service today, what, there'll be Gideons everywhere here, if you will, to, 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 to take an offering. Um, a Bible's $5. One of these testaments, the price keeps going down. It's $1.16. $1.16 for one of these. <laughs> It'd be placed here or anywhere in 201 countries. I mean, amen. And in the bulletin, too, you can give, if you will. Now, let me close with this. This is a little personal to me, too, and we'll have plenty of time to close, but what would you do for your sons and daughters? What would you do for your sons and daughters? Do you have any that don't know the Lord? I can remember a few years ago, my oldest son, who I'd done all sorts of stuff with in baseball, thanked the world of him, always believed in him, having troubles, having troubles. Um, Suzanne and I, my wife and I, ended up putting him in military school. <laughs> that wasn't the first option. I can remember being in Baptist Health Hospital, my heart rate between 225 and 250. And they had the paddles ready to paddle me. Seven people in the room. And they're taking me down to the emergency room. If you will, the intensive care. And my, and my brother, my, my oldest son had just come in. 
and said, Dad, are you okay? And I said, I don't know. And I can remember thinking in the elevator, Lord, if you need to take me to change his life, you do it. If you need to take me to change his life, you do it. I got to baptize him about four years ago in a friend's pool. Amen? Now, I'm setting up something. Sonny Fentress, the superintendent of schools in Anderson County for years, Gideon, shares the testimony. And I don't know how all this fits together, but you'll see it. There was a father in Thailand whose son was prodigal, had rebelled against his Christian family. The son was a a, a traveling uh, businessman. The father found out the hotels that the son traveled in, in other countries. (laughs) Guess what the father did? The father sent money to Gideon's International and make sure there were Bibles in all the hotels the son traveled in. And the son came to the Lord through one of those Bibles. Amen. Now, let me tell this story. On New Year's night 2000, Ursula Link's daughter, Stephanie, was brutally murdered. Afterwards, life was about unbearable for the mother, Stephanie, and the younger daughter, Nadine, who was 14. Ursula Link had brought up her two daughters, Stephanie and Nadine, alone in Germany. And Stephanie had been murdered. Two years later, two years later, Nadine, the younger daughter, could no longer bear it and attempted suicide. She wasn't successful. One year after that, so three years after Stephanie's been killed, one year after that, do, do we serve a good God? A great God. Through the, mercy, through, through the mercy of God and the witness of a friend, Ursula, the mother, and Nadine, in their words, placed their lives in the hands of Jesus. They were saved. Things were finally going pretty well for the mother and the daughter. But one thing bothered them. One thing bothered them a whole lot. Now, now I'm a teacher, so I'm going to ask, but don't answer. What would it be? Stephanie's been murdered. Three years later, you're saved, and your daughter's saved. What would you be thinking? And they're thinking, we're saved, but what about Stephanie? Mothers, six months later, now it's three and a half years now since Stephanie's been murdered. The mother finally has enough courage to go into Stephanie's room and straighten it up and go through her personal effects. Three and a half years later. Guess what she finds? Little Gideon New Testament. I don't know what color they are in Germany. I think blue. But here they're orange. They found, she found a little Gideon New Testament. Felt led to open it. Now, if you've ever looked at one of these New Testaments, they've got the, the plan of salvation here. And over here, it's my decision to receive Christ as my Savior. Guess who had signed it and dated it? Stephanie. Amen. Hey, beloved, I love you and thank you. Time of invitation.
Uh, so let's use this time to respond to God's word. And uh, if you need to respond to the gospel message, if you need to uh, follow Christ and salvation, or if you just need to lay something at the altar, uh, let us do that at this time. You would stand as we sing. for being here today. We want to thank uh, Dr. Bob Gillette for being here. If we could, just uh, let him know uh, our appreciation for coming today. All right, let us close in words of prayer, and we will be dismissed. Uh, God, we are so grateful for everything you've given us. Lord, may we uh, fulfill the duty you've called us to do, Lord, and the ministry of getting your word to all the nations uh, so that People can come to know and have a saving relationship with Christ. We thank you for this day. May we go out uh, and be a blessing uh, to others and do the work that you have called us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. O sing of my Redeemer. <laughs>